Welcome back to another episode of Life with Alcohol and Drugs from the charity Scottish Families. So we're doing our last mindfulness session today with Stephanie, who's here on behalf of Mindfulness Scotland, and it's lovely to have you back with us. Um, in the last two episodes of this series, we've looked at a grounding exercise and a gratitude exercise. And if you haven't listened to them yet, you should go and have a wee go at them and see how that may help you. And today we're going to be doing the stop practice. So Stephanie, can you tell us a wee bit more about that? Yes, and, and thanks for having me back, uh, Rebecca. It's lovely to be invited. Um, yes, so today we're just going to look at a, a wee short mindfulness practice that you can drop in at any point in your day. And it's got an acronym. The STOP stands for, obviously, S-T-O-P. And it's pretty much what it says on the tin. You know, sometimes these acronyms, you know, are a wee bit hard to remember. But S-T-O-P stands for, S is for just stop. T is for take a breath. O is for observe what's going on within yourself at the point in time that you're stopping. And P has several uh, meanings. It can be just pull back, get some perspective, and then proceed with whatever is going on in your day. And I'll, I'll talk us through. We're going to practice the stop practice together towards the end and um, of this morning, and I'll guide you through those stages. But really, the stop practice is a way of helping us to step outside of that automatic pilot that we talked about in the previous chat that we've had. So I suppose most people are aware of that sort of experience of going through your day, going through your jobs, getting through your to-do list, but really most of the time not being really very present with what you're doing. So um, often we're just lost in thought, carrying on with our day. And that can be actually really helpful. So automatic pilot means that we can get a lot done. But the downside to going around our day without any level of awareness of what's going on is that things can sneak up on us of the type like we might find ourselves getting into a, a pattern of worried type thinking. We might find that our mood is slipping or changing without us really being aware of those subtle changes because we're preoccupied with, um, with, with our thinking uh, mode of being. Um, we might notice that our body is getting tight and tense or that might be happening without us noticing. So particularly when we're stressed, these um, changes within our thinking, our feeling and how our body is can sneak up on us without us noticing. And really what the stop practice is particularly helpful with is helping us to notice all of that, but also helping us to notice if we slipped into patterns of reactivity. So reacting to situations out of habit or out of a lack of awareness of what's actually going on. So mindfulness often, in mindfulness, we often talk about stepping out of reacting into a mode of responding. Um, and the problem with reacting in situations, particularly stressful ones, is that they often make things, you know, re reacting often makes things worse. We're, we're not perhaps taking the most skillful action. So, I mean, we're probably all aware of being triggered maybe by a, a, an email or a text and we fire back a, a response without really just stopping, taking stock of where we are, taking stock of what's going on, and then maybe responding in a way that's better for us, but also better for the situation. So that's where the stop practice um, can be useful. I guess I'd want to ask what what might you notice when you're going through? 
through the practice because if you can imagine I feel like this kind of practice is when there's quite a lot of chaos going on yeah. and you do just need to stop and take that breath and and just stop the things that you're doing like going 100 miles an hour and just taking yeah. that break so what might um what might people notice when they're going through it Okay, so once we've stopped and grounded ourselves, which I'll, I'll guide you through in a wee moment or two, and really just basically put the brakes on, you know, so when life's getting hectic, it's a way of just, I, I sort of envisage it as that, you know, that just putting the hand up, you know, right, hang on a minute, stop, uh, just settle, take a breath. So it's almost like by taking a breath, we arrive in the moment, we've grounded ourselves, we've settled our breathing, which can often become quite agitated if we're if we're in a stressful situation. And then the O for observe is probably the most complicated part of this we practice. So we talk in mindfulness about four areas of experience, and it's those four areas that I'll guide you through. And they're quite simply, what's going on in my thinking? How am I feeling? What's happening in my body? So how we think and how we feel often has huge implications for what's going on under our skin and how our body feels. And then the fourth area is what are my what's my reactive impulse? What am I just about to do? So often in a situation we react without taking it happens so quickly. Um, and as I said just a wee moment ago, it might be helpful, but more often than not reacting when we're unaware of how we are is possibly not the most helpful strategy. So the O uh, is for just noticing what I'm thinking, how am I feeling, how does my body feel in this current moment, and what's my impulse. So we're, we're, we're just putting a wee pause in there before we lash out or speak out or do something that might not be helpful. And then the P is once we've noticed what's going on for us in that moment, we can just pull back a bit, just take a bit of space, maybe get a different perspective. It might even be that we can introduce a wee bit of humour in our thinking about what's going on. And then the, the final um, sort of definition of the would be, right, OK, then proceed, but maybe proceed in a more skillful way. So stop is stop, take a breath, observe all those four areas of our experience, pull back, take some perspective and then proceed. So just putting the brakes on given us a chance to uh, behave more skillfully. Um, and as somebody who um, deals with stress sort of on a day-to-day basis, it can be really hard to just stop, mm. but it can also be quite hard to think that there's something out there that can help, something that can treat it, because when you are in that sort of stressful cycle, you're just going through it and through it and through it, and it can be quite hard to talk yourself away from it or even if a person with you for them to talk you away from it if you almost think about like a panic attack sort of thing you need that that way to breathe and, and things like that so with this practice how how can it help if you're feeling stressed I mean you've already explained quite a lot um, mm. about it and what it can do and what it can help with and what it can make you think about but in mm. terms of our stress levels how can it help you with how you're feeling? I think what this does is open up an opportunity to, as I say, um, do something that's actually going to be supportive for yourself and helpful in the situation. Now that, you know, if you can put the brakes on a stressful situation, you know, the type of which you're just describing, kind of really profound implications for our health and well-being. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you notice I'm getting into that old worry loop of ruminating about problems that I can't solve, if you notice that oh, I'm really beginning to feel a bit low, I recognise this, my mood's slipping, 
what can I do? What do I know from the past that I can do that, to help to keep my mood more buoyant? Or I'm becoming more anxious. Is there something I need to do to maybe put breaks on the anxiety? I mean, could I, could I chat to somebody? Could I go for a walk? Could I take some action of that type? So you notice if you're beginning to get into familiar worry look patterns, you notice if your mood is beginning to slip. You notice as well how this is affecting your body. You know, am I getting tight around the neck and shoulders? Is this going to trigger a migraine or a bad headache? Am I feeling tight in my stomach? Is this going to cause me problems with, you know, if there's an underlying or familiar pattern of tension held in your stomach? Um, all sorts of ways. Everybody's different. And actually, we talk in mindfulness about the body barometer. So a barometer is a, a little gadget that tells you about the change in the weather. And the body, our body can often tell us, you know, is there is there a change happening here that's we're, we're heading for stormy times mm-hmm. uh, so your body as an individual will have an area that's your particular barometer or a, a place where you just recognize this is where stress and tension will go to so that's thoughts feelings body and then of course reactivity what am i just about to do and will it actually be helpful just you know am i about to react in a way that might not improve the situation might inflame the situation and might bring more trouble my way. So it's not good for the situation, but it might make things worse for me too. So I think I think that ability to just um, put the brakes on, take a pause, really reflect deeply, get to know yourself, you know your patterns of thinking and feeling, your stress barometer in your body, and, and also your reactive habits that might not be helping. It's a really, really useful little tool and it can be done really, really quickly. Um, um, it's definitely something that's needed and especially if it can be done really quickly because sometimes yep. time we just don't have it or we just don't sort of see the point in taking that time for ourselves because people are very selfless at times so you know they don't think doing something for themselves will help but you are going to take us through um one of these stop practices so yeah looking forward to hearing this <laughs> Okay, well, here we go. So I think for today, I mean, we are going to practice this as a practice and, you know, just with whatever's going on for you as you're listening to the podcast. So it might not be a particularly stressful time, but it's still useful to practice this at times, at all sorts of points in your day, even if it's not a particularly stressful time. So that then if there is a stressful moment, you're quite familiar with the process. So we're going to do it sitting down, but you can do it standing up. You can take yourself offside and do it in the loo behind a locked door. You can do it anywhere at all. But for now, we're just I'm just going to invite you to take a really comfy seat and maybe get your tailbone right back into the chair so you already feel a wee bit more supported. And we're just going to put the brakes on and practice stop together. So you might like to close your eyes. You don't have to. And actually, if you're doing this in the heat of the day it might not be possible to close your eyes but for now just invite you to close your eyes so we can really experience this practice and train ourselves in the different stages so we're sitting might have our eyes closed we're stopping so that's the s just stopping and taking this moment to ground yourself so you might like to take your attention to the soles of your feet as far away from your busy mind as possible And just notice how it is to feel the ground underneath you. A sense of contact and pressure. Maybe a sense of the floor spreading out underneath you. Offering you support in all directions. 
You're here, your feet are on the floor. You might even want to notice your bottom in the chair. So you've got a sense of stopping and arriving in the moment. We're here now. And then the T is for just taking a breath. And you might want to just put your hands in your tummy area, just around about your belly button. And allow yourself to take three good settling breaths, big deep breaths in. And then long, slow breaths out, if you find you can. So you're stopping and you're taking a breath. And you're doing that in a way that will just help things to settle a bit within your internal physiology. Three deep, full breaths in, long, slow out breaths. And then just settling into whatever breathing pattern is here for you naturally in this moment. And then we get to the O part of the practice. So this is where we begin to observe what's actually going on for us in this moment, whatever it is and whatever's going on. So you might like to begin by just noticing what are the predominant thoughts in your mind at the moment? What's the nature of your thinking? Are there any familiar thoughts, maybe worrying thoughts or planning thoughts? Maybe thoughts about when this situation has happened in the past. So we often notice that our thoughts take us into the future or back into the past. And that's simply what we're noticing, just noticing where your thoughts are. And then just taking stock of how you're feeling, we're not trying to change anything. We're simply acknowledging how you might be feeling. And if it's helpful, you might like to put a name on the feeling that you're experiencing. Sadness or hopelessness or maybe there's something more positive for you right in this moment, in this practice. Just seeing if you can identify how you're feeling. We don't often always put a word to this experience. So you're really getting to know yourself. You're getting to know how you are in this moment. And I'll just invite you to have a wee scan through your body. How are you feeling under your skin in the fabric of your body? And you might notice that this will change from practice to practice, that how we're thinking, how we're feeling can have a profound effect on what's going on in our physical world, in our physical experience. And so if it helps and you're noticing tension in any part of your body, you might like to see what it would be like to soften that a little bit. Just let go if you can of any tension around the neck or the shoulders or the back. Seeing if it's possible to soften anything that's tightening in your tummy. Maybe you can let your chest area relax a wee bit. Just be able to let your breathing slow a little. But just noticing what's here in the first instance and then noticing if it's possible to let go a wee bit. Just taking stock of how you are. As you now just begin to notice what are your impulses in this moment? What are you wanting to do? Is there a reactive pattern of behaviour that you notice? 
something you might recognise, something you might habitually do in a situation like this. So what's going on in your thinking and how you're feeling, how your body is? Behaviours are impulses that are springing to mind. As we move to the P, is it possible now that you've acknowledged what's here, just to pull back a wee bit, create some space between yourself and the situation? Maybe taking a wider perspective, what else is going on around and about this particular situation that you're finding yourself in? Is it even possible to bring a bit of lightness, a bit of humour to the intensity of what's here? And of course, again, we're not trying to force anything to happen. It's just seeing what might be possible by way of a different perspective. A wee bit of pulled back space. And then when you're ready, you can just allow yourself to proceed into the next moments of your day, perhaps with a different course of action, but certainly with an acknowledgement of the challenges that you're currently facing. You might like to bring a wee bit of kindness to yourself as well, now that you know what's here. The challenges that are in front of you, the moment that you're in. So with kindness and skill, just proceeding with the next steps in your day. So you can just open your eyes, take a wee moment to readjust to the light in your room. And that's the stop practice. So actually, I find a quote from a, an Australian, no, not Australian, sorry, Austrian neurologist and psychiatrist. His name's Viktor Frankl. You may have heard of him. Um, he's a, a psychiatrist and neurologist. I think he's passed away now, sadly, but he also was a Holocaust survivor. So he's written quite a few books about dealing with challenge, dealing with difficulty. Um, very wise man. And uh, one of the quotes that uh, I'm familiar with that he said was, um, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. It's a really powerful quote, really. Often between stimulus and response, there's no space because we don't allow it. So opening up that space between something that happens and our reactivity to it gives us a choice about how we're going to respond. And I think the interesting words there are the words about in our response lies our growth as a person, but also our freedom. So always knowing that you've got freedom to choose is really quite powerful. Delighted to be able to share that we practice with you. So good luck, everyone. I mean, you can obviously we, we've taken time and set aside I suppose about 15, 10, just over 10 minutes there to practice it, but you can do it in a flash, you know, mm -hmm. once you become familiar with those stages, you can do it literally in half a minute. You can do it while you're talking to somebody, you can take your off, yourself offside and practice it in a slightly more structured way. You can practice it at any point in your day, but it's particularly useful when you notice that you're getting a bit shaky and shiggly and life is beginning to become a bit more challenging. So, yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for asking me back. Thank you for coming back. Um, and definitely, if these little sessions that Stephanie has done has helped you in any way, then please keep coming back and listening to them and learn from them because they truly will make a difference to some people.
We are here to support you if you are concerned about someone else's alcohol or other drug use. We can chat, offer listening support and information and link you either into our own services or services local to you. Contact our helpline on 08080 11. Email is helpline at sfad.org.uk or you can use the web chat on our website at sfad.org.uk. Thank you.